In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And Do you have any spar- sparkling stories to start our little banter bit beginning with? <sighs> <laughs> well. Doesn't seem like it. No, just kind of stressed out. Oh my god! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Well, I washed. I've, now I've washed both the dogs. It's a rich life I live. I washed Taro. She's super clean. Mm. Super. Oh, she's super clean. She mine is. Are but just, mine when are Taro's just clean. clean, she gleams. Yeah, she gleams. She's like a little otter. <laughs> yeah, not so much these guys. I condition her, and then I put. Richie's expensive hair oil on her. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! That's gonna make the um the dirt stick to her. It doesn't really matter because she has dry skin, and if I don't, then she has dandruff. Oh, yeah. Interesting idea. Mm-hmm. She's Did you just, see that TJ Maxx always has that BioSilk for dogs, which I'm, I'm I, I would bet that. good money is exactly the same as BioSilk. I know, right? <laughs> All of which is probably olive oil, you know? I know. <laughs> but I'll pay more. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. I mean, there's got to be something else. Inter- we got to have something interesting to say. Okay. I have a joke. I have a joke. That's I don't have a sparkling story, but I have a joke. Okay. How much beer did the birds drink? I don't know. Two cans. <sighs> you know, maybe we shouldn't start with a joke. <laughs> nameless best friends i'm Paige. i'm beth oh well you know what the thing is is that we have just not liked a lot of movies lately and i want to make it very clear that it's not that i'm losing steam and it's not that i don't want to like any movies it's not like oh well you know these many in i just can't like any i feel more than ever like i want to like them yeah i feel more than ever like all right i'm in the swing of hallmark yeah and i agree I have genuinely, I have some on my DVR that are not 
these. Mm-hmm. And the, and I've been in the mood for them. So the only reason I haven't, you know, watched them is because I didn't want to get confused when we're discussing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and suddenly I'm talking about a movie from three years ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I am definitely in the spirit too. And I think that, well, I mean, we're going to get to it. But the problem with this is is not us. It's it. And yeah. and pretty pretty objectively so. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the description of this is well, what, what what's the what's the movie called first of all? Oh, I'm sorry, Christmas with a kiss. Christmas with a kiss. So Christmas okay. with a kiss. Christmas. <laughs> sorry, let me take my retainer out. Christmas with a kiss. <laughs> the description is a woman returns home to help with her family's Christmas carnival and romance ignites. A photojournalist oh <laughs> so curates a surprise. A photojournalist curates a surprise reunion. What? No, he doesn't. No. What the fuck? <laughs> That's just not true. It is a lie. <laughs> That's not true. That's so. If you're tuning in and you think that uh, you accidentally watched the wrong movie, well, you did. You didn't watch <laughs> the holiday, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're feeling the same way. Unless we did watch the wrong movie, in which case, I don't care. I'm going to talk about the movie I watched, and if I did something wrong here. Well, if they have two carnival ones, photojournalist, I don't – I mean, he was just a journalist anyway, wasn't he? Well, let's not let's not spoil anything. This begins no. with Mona, our heroine, mm-hmm. on a bad date, and mm-hmm. uh, she invites him back to her town for Christmas. And he tells her he's getting back with his wife, which tells me that Mona is pretty desperate because she missed a lot of cues Mm -hmm. and was already prematurely inviting this guy back to her hometown for her family's carnival Christmas, Christmas carnival. Christmas Uh, carnival. But, you know, it was a little bit of exposition. Wait, wait, we didn't do do other titles. No, we didn't. (laughs) You thought you could get away with it. You thought you could escape it. What did you come up with the title? No, I mean, only like Mary go round and round and round again. (laughs) And then you got off and you were sick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're getting to it. But yeah, this is a pretty, pretty, uh, we've we've been on this ride before. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. What about you? Okay, of course I've got one. Of course you do. Santa's got a brand new red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Sold. Yep. Send so, it. Uh, so, so yeah. yeah. So she's on her bad date and the guy. But it's crazy because that bad date, it's like they went on a date for eight hours the first day. Like They're talking about, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we went on that first date. And that, that was we went on. And, and then he's like, he's there and he shows up for their second date. And instead yeah. of being like showing up with like this attitude that's very clearly like. Hey, you know, you know I like before, to you yeah, about. you know, he doesn't show up with that vibe. He's like, "Hey, so good to see you!" Oh my gosh, and they like, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I wanted to talk to you." Like, I want to. He shouldn't just been like, "Look, before, uh, look, you know, I, I have something sort of uncomfortable." To say. Before you, know. you make an absolute ass of yourself, yeah. I have something to say. Yeah, he just like smiles at her and is like, "Yeah, oh, go ahead and make an ass of yourself." Yeah, go ahead. And she's like, "I thought that since the first date went so well, and he doesn't interrupt her there." I thought I could introduce you to my, and he's like, go ahead. Don't make a fool. Go ahead and make a fool of yourself. Yep. 
And then, yeah, anyway, so she's made a made a complete fool of herself. And yep. we learn that it's super important to her that her, you know, that she's got this super important carnival back home. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so she goes home. And as soon as she was talking about her married sister, I just knew I just inherently knew that her sister, that her sister's husband was army or Navy or something. I just knew he was military. Mm-hmm. I just had an instinct because it's something because her sister wasn't super happy. And I just knew like, oh, she's lonely. Well, then he must be military because no married person is unhappy in one of these movies unless they're lonely because he's been, you know, deployed. So um, Dolly, you must be psychic. We haven't seen this trope before. Exactly. What if he's going to show up as a surprise at the end? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, then she runs into her ex, Fletcher, and it's like the horniest scene. <laughs> it's like the music changes. Yeah. It just, it's like the lights dim. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, hey. And it's just like she is so pumped to see him. And it's it's not like it's not a, a like, oh, my my ex flame from high school. It's just like, where have you been? And they're very excited to see each other. Yep, everything's fine. And then there's some scene later where they're like, they chose our town. And I thought they were talking about the play. (laughs) Yeah, that's... that's I was like, whoa. That's a joyful romp. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, they did use that scene, though, to establish that he has no no wife, no kids. Just hasn't found the right one. He's a firefighter. Mm Mm-hmm. A fire... What did they call him? Oh, oh! I, I've got it. Oh, I, I have it written here somewhere. We'll get to it. Yeah. Well, a fire stopper. A fire stopper. <laughs> prior to that, her parents had been in their beautiful kitchen. Oh my god! Oh, yes. the kitchen game is strong with Hallmark this season. Yeah. And uh, Dad has a uh, moment with his back. So yeah, got a got a pretty good idea what's coming there too. I mean, honest to God, they just they they took a bunch of cards and wrote these tropes on them and mm-hmm. shuffled them through them in the air and then picked them up. It's it's like that Andy Speaking Dick speech writer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I had the same thing. She's walking through Cute Town, USA, gets distracted by Fletcher. She uh, finds out that he has no body. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Then she goes uh, home and her sister comes out and tells her that a reporter is coming and staying in the guest house. At first, I thought it was going to be like a Philadelphia story, and I mm. thought it was going to be like uh, like Philadelphia. If anybody's seen a Philadelphia story or High Society, like you know the Jimmy Stewart character is a reporter, and Jimmy like I don't Stewart know, I thought it was or Frank Sinatra in or Frank Sinatra society, in exact society. same story. Yeah, and if you haven't but, seen it, see it. Not not the exact same story as this. The no. exact same story as each other. As each and other. I thought it was going to go in that means. direction. It didn't. But um, yeah, it would have been good. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been real good. Yeah. So I thought it was going to go in sort of a direction like that, but um, it did not. And then somewhere around here, we established that she, well, when we meet him. Adez, yeah. With Culture and Lifestyle magazine. He shows up to interview the family, but for some reason they're acting like he, that she's the only one to be interviewed. That's all I had. He's from Brooklyn. She's from New York City. Um, Why is he? Why why is he? Yeah. he's, He's supposed to be there to cover the carnival, but he's fully just talking to her. Yeah, and we don't have a really solid idea where geographically we are in relation to New York City. I mean, I'm going to have to guess it's near because otherwise it makes no sense for 
him to come, you know? Yeah. But, it's- but he, and he doesn't, and he's definitely not there to see her because when he, when he like learns about her, he does not know anything about her. Because there, when he learns that right. she's a brand ambassador, because he's like, he's oh, like, yeah. so what do you do for a living? And she's like, oh, well, I'm actually a brand ambassador. He's like, what does that mean? And it's like, it's 2023. So catch up. Especially if you work in media, you certainly know what that is and whatever. And then he like really dismisses it. And he's just like, oh, well, that job isn't important and doesn't matter. I'm just and she's like, excuse me. And he's like, <laughs> I'm just saying there are just some jobs that matter and some jobs that don't, which is like. Just, again, meet hate. Not something you say to somebody. No human on earth, unless somebody has some sort of thing in them that means that they don't have the capacity to determine what is an appropriate thing and what is not an appropriate thing Mm -hmm. to say. Mm -hmm. They're not going to say that to someone. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, that's a stupid job that isn't something that is important. Like, no one's going to say that, especially somebody who is works as a, as a journalist and mm-hmm. has been well-trained to not say disrespectful things that disparage another person's career. Right. And instead he does. Yeah, he does. But he's been sent here <clears throat> by his publication, by Culture and Lifestyle magazine, to interview the family because they do have this family-run Christmas carnival, which is... I'm sorry, I fell asleep for a minute. <laughs> you know, it's- it could have been a good idea. You know, it could have been so fun. I think it would have been actually even more fun if it was down south. Do we need to be in the cold? You know, like, why not have it be yeah, like it a boardwalk like my kind southern, of atmosphere? My Southern Family Christmas or something like the New Orleans one. Uh-huh. You saw People that? love that one. I haven't seen it. It's on my DVR. I haven't either, but um, my friend Sarah, that, that was filmed where she grew up. That one, people love that one. It has the girl from Joyeux, Joyeux Noel. Noel. It, it does indeed. Yeah, well, we could watch that this weekend. Yeah. Or not. Um, anyway, <laughs> so 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 there could, I mean, my just, they could have done more. I get it. I get it. It's a family, um, you know, tradition. It's, it, it could be, I don't know. There's like, um, I can't remember. There's a place in, uh, in New Hampshire. We're. We're no, can't be we're pure. <laughs> I think it's <is> something pure <laughs> that I believe is a family run, um, you know, arcade, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, up at um, Lake Winnipesaukee. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been there for a long time. So, I mean, they could have done something like that. When we go to, well, I'm never going to Ocean City, Maryland again, but if I did, <laughs> I would see Thrasher's French fries. I would oh, see. Oh my God, I forgot about Thrasher's. Yeah, Core Brothers. Um, Grotto. Grotto. Is it at Rehoboth? I don't know whether they've gotten further than Fenwick. Anyway, point being, tradition. And 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 honestly, they should have, it, when you're going to do a carnival, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a major foodie, which I think we all know I am, but the, it would have been a great sense to bring yeah. in food to and and that might have been a good good reason to have it down south too would be like you know the smell of the um kettle corn on the air or the oh my god did you have Atmosphere. one of the deep fried oreos gross no well, try it it's really good or you know yeah there could have been atmosphere and all my we book, saw my, was- my book that's coming out starts with um an end of summer carnival now mm-hmm. and it it literally that's part of it is that it smells like popcorn and deep fried food and um, you know, that that's a, such a big part of it. 
you know? Like- uh, yeah, I did that too. I was just, because I've been discussing um, Every Time You Go Away, my book, Every Time You Go Away with someone. And so I was looking over recently and I was reminded how much I do love the, 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 you know, the way the that the, the scent mm-hmm. hangs in the air and uh, actually, Sticky, you know, salty, sandy. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the Maison Margola, is that what it's called? Makes Maison that Margiela. perfume. Yes, they make that perfume called Beach Walk. Mm-hmm. And that is meant to, I mean, it, it's really interesting because it's not just perfume and it's not, you know, tuberose and tonka bean and blah, blah, blah. It, it literally is meant to, to smell like a boardwalk. It has elements of buttered popcorn and stuff. And I think that, that if we saw that, we would all smell it. And that's a way to pull the senses in. But as it is, I didn't have much of a sense. There's also something really cool about a boardwalk at winter. Like, I, mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Like, that's a cool, that's a cool, weird a- atmosphere. I hate when I do atmosphere. Atmosphere. <laughs> atmosphere. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's not an accent thing. It's just a, my mouth doesn't work. <laughs> no, no. You know what? I always hear myself saying antibiotics. I don't pronounce it that way. <laughs> I do that too sometimes. I don't, I don't pronounce it. Why? What? Who are we? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, but yes, um, uh, like a cool winter boardwalk carnival thing that's just like a, a fun tradition would be cool. The worst thing about Fletcher, oh, oh sorry, the worst thing about Des, mm-hmm. do you know what the worst thing about Des is? Can you guess? Besides the fact that he's dumbass rude and his facial hair, yeah, besides that, I, I hate a goatee, Mm-mm. yeah, especially such a geometric one, yeah, it's it's too garage right now, but it's not my is it too garage. I think mustaches are tulagage, but I don't. Oh, they sure are. Porn stashes? Hey. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, I don't know uh, what in particular you're thinking of. The what? messenger bag. Oh. <laughs> I hate. Um, is it 2007 again? It's like, how is it simultaneously 1986 and 2007? Well, what does I the guy use it. then? It's not a briefcase or a briefcase, depending how you feel about work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? what what's wrong with a messenger bag? I just hate them. I just hate them. Hate them. Oh God! So the, the I would messenger literally bags rather I got for Richie that are marked with the days of the week. I shouldn't give those to him for Christmas. No. <laughs> I would literally rather him have a loose pile of pieces of paper that he's constantly <laughs> losing. I would rather well, that will fit right into these movies too. So I know. I just or or a leather strap that he carry like a schoolboy in 1902. I would just not not a messenger bag. Anyway, those were rubber, and I had one, and they were pretty cool. <laughs> what happened to those? Well, give were, it time. Were they Let cool? TikTok discover stupid. them. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to ponder that later. So, uh, but, but yeah, her so. relationship with Fletcher, mm-hmm. it's funny because my feeling on him when he first comes around wasn't that he was a romantic interest. He was giving, I'm gay now and <laughs> I'm your new best friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, mean, I didn't really get that that was going to be a romantic, like, who's he, who's she going to end up with? I thought it was like, they're reconnecting and they've got a friendship and they used to date and he's going to tell her that later. And then they almost kissed and I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get that at all. I didn't get that at all. And um, only now that you're saying it huh, in such light terms, now I'm seeing the Philadelphia story angle that they could have taken. So, yeah, they, I mean, that really would have been better to mm-hmm. really make both guys charming instead of neither of them. Mm-hmm. Although Des was particularly uncharming. Yeah. But, uh, but Mona and Fletcher go on a date and have – Hot cocoa with whipped cream and gummies. Yeah. What could be worse? 
Way to just, I mean, shake your cavities loose. Well, but gummies too. That's like it's it, it's like the it's like the choking hazard in the uh, in the raspberry dish on that other movie. It's like with oh the my gummies, just does that doesn't work. What do you do? Like, ah, you know? Yeah, that, gummies. And yeah. that's when she refers to him as Milton's favorite fire stopper. <laughs> I couldn't stop the fact that this town was called Milton was really torturous for me because I just watched Love is Blind season five. Did you watch Love is Blind season five? No. Mm -mm. It's a good one. And I'm really bummed that we didn't watch it in time to cover it on this podcast Mm. because (sighs) there is a guy on it called Milton. You just need to watch it. But there was a guy on it named Milton and he is something else. Speaking of mustaches. Oh, dear. He's most famous in my brain for the line... Well, I'm really tall, so I'm not going to live as long. So <laughs> he's crazy as fuck. So I couldn't stop thinking every time they're like, Milton, 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 Milton. I just couldn't stop thinking about Milton, who's too tall to live. <laughs> so Okay. So that is that. And then, yeah, so when, when she first almost kisses Fletcher, I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Okay. I did not see that coming at all. And they're just like, yeah, they're just like fussing around. This is the like walk and talk and like pull things out of boxes movie. Mm-hmm. They're just like mm-hmm, vaguely mm-hmm. preparing for the carnival. And that is the whole time. Yeah. So they just like, they just like slowly lean in to kiss and then just like something interrupts them. And that yeah. happens 55 times in this movie. Yeah. I thought I thought they might genuinely end up together, though. So I didn't get the um, gay best friend bu- vibe. That would have been fun. It would have been a fun uh, addition. Mm-hmm. Especially if she was one, since she has been established as straight up desperate. Totally missing she was signals. The one who, who, yeah, she might yeah, have been the one that was, was uh, leaning in for the kisses. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the next thing we know, she and Des are walking on the sidewalk. And uh, the town remains adorable. And he talks about his father being in the Navy and some sort of special ops and blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, I don't know. They could they could treat it better. I'm not saying don't put a service member in, in the movie or a service family in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm saying don't. Just do right by it. Yeah, like do it with some respect. Don't just like. No, I know. Just don't like make it so offhanded and just like don't even talk about it really. Yeah. But just, yeah. At one point, she calls the her, her nameless best friend, and when they get off the phone, her friend is like, but be careful, which I'm like, I don't know why <laughs> she's so scared for her. Like, you she's don't? So, it's so ominous. <laughs> no, Although I agree Mona with has, you. Like, missed a, is, yeah, yeah, probably justified in, in having some concerns because she's already missed some pretty important signals as far as we've seen. So, you know, is he saying, I want to break up or <laughs> yeah. I'm interested in your, you know friend or something yeah, she's uh, like, i don't know what he meant by that but. yeah i don't i don't know but he's yeah i think he likes me <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, but so then after that scene she goes downstairs this is like when so this is when like i started to realize i don't like either of these guys very much uh-huh. like I, I already wasn't feeling that charmed by either of them in particular like n- I, neither of them had been like really nice or like really very warm or like really like you know, not charismatic in any obvious way. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't really like, they weren't really being very like, like sweet to her. But mm-hmm. like in this scene, she goes downstairs and she sees the guy. Fil- so he's like agreed. Des has agreed to like help the, her sister film things to send to 
her husband who is overseas or who has been deployed. Right. And to send things of the kids. And so. (laughs) So I guess he he is a photojournalist in a way then. Yeah, he's a photojournalist. Well, he has a camera. He's a photographer. (laughs) So she goes down the stairs and he's filming and he's filming for the dad and she comes down the stairs and goes, so cute. And then he turns and goes, ooh. She's filming with her camera and then, or she's filming with her phone Mm -hmm. after she says, so cute. And he goes, what are you doing? And she says, he says it in such a dickish way. And then she goes, enjoying the moment. And he says, huh. (laughs) So judgmental. He's literally filming with a camera and so is she, but hers is a convenient one that's on her phone. This is so weird. This movie is doing the thing where like there's such a trope around people who are like not super phony people like they don't like phones. So they're like (laughs) not they're Yeah, there are there's such a trope around people who don't really like people who use the Internet or who aren't very social media. They're like, oh, yeah, I don't get the whole Internet thing. I don't have an Instagram. I never had one. I I don't you know, and then they're really judgmental of people who are like that or like, oh, you have a social media job. Sounds like bullshit. And then like, they're just like, read a book, you know? (laughs) Right. And like, then by the end, they like, are like, oh, I get it. It is a respectful, you know, it is a respectable job. Like, Mm -hmm. I I get it. It pays your bills. Like, that's such a trope. And it's stupid because we've just evolved. Like, we just, people, lots of people have jobs that use the internet these days. Yes. Almost everybody has a job Mm -hmm. that does. And like, okay, you can work in your antiquities bookshop if you want. That's... Yeah, very few jobs that are like that, but you, okay. But this guy is taking pictures. I bet he has to upload that onto a computer. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I bet that his, his, <laughs> I bet that his article is on a website and is shared and it matters how many clicks it gets. And I mm-hmm. bet that website traffic is a big part of his success. Mm-hmm. And I bet he found his job on LinkedIn or like, it doesn't, this guy is so judgmental and he's so disrespectful of her career and the fact that he's just so judgy. He's so rude. He's well, that's so always rude. interested in me because people have always been like this. I remember having an impassioned argument with somebody decades ago, literally at this point, who was derisive about um, modern fiction. I'm like, well, okay, so what What are you going to go back to like, you know, if you want to hearken back to Dickensian days, right? literally Dickens. He was popular fiction. Yeah, People were waiting on the dock to find out if little Nell would live or die. Like, you know, there was probably somebody then who was like, well, yeah, it ain't Pope. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. Eventually, if it's not an Aramaic, it's not cool. Exactly. And I think that's that's very tiresome. I mean, yeah, I, I think that we all have to be aware of our screen time and certainly of our children's. Yeah. Not not yours. <laughs> it would be good if children weren't plopped down in front of a, a pad. But yeah. but beyond that, I mean it's just it's just sort of like, yeah, let's let's keep nature part of our lives. But you don't have to hate technology because there's so many ways it's making life better. And I I really don't think yeah. it's cool to be, you know, a, a piece of shit about it because somebody is like oh you Paying just scheduled your bills? Your, you you just scheduled your doctor's appointment online, huh? Fucking asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You but you certainly and you certainly don't need to be judgmental of somebody's career 
because they pay their bills that way. Like being a brand ambassador is just working in advertising. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the same thing. You know, it's not that like it's it's working as a model. It's in being some a spokesmodel. It's in the yeah. 50s. You would have been, you know, in a skimpy tight outfit presenting a car on a turning yeah. stage. It's so, exactly. Yeah. And but people were, you know, rude about that, too. But it's just it. the thing is, is that right. this guy's just a jerk and he's super judgmental. And it's the same thing you said about the guy in God forsaken our Christmas mural. It's oh like what we've learned about this guy is that he's immediately. Super the yeah, first thing we're learning about them. Yeah, is that we've learned that he's super rude and judgmental in the first, you know, and that's how he treats people he doesn't know. Right. So he's not nice. Right. Um, we we can move on from it. I just hate him. Yeah. Um, well, I missed something, though. So this is, and it's right around here because I have the note that, you know, shocks about our great granddaddy started it. It began as a circus. Um, and then they got better offers. But there's a failed. frightening backstory there. All circuses have dark backstories. I, feel I like. know. I was thinking a circus is not cute. I immediately thought about the elephants. But, I know um, we do. But uh, but anyway, so her Baby grandparents made it into a carnival. Mine, close your Stop. Eyes. No, I'm not. I'm not in a place for that today, Pedro. <laughs> I will. I will cry, and I don't I'm want to. Sorry. <laughs> But the next thing you know, she's she is getting, um, you know, angry at him because she's saying, well, I guess I'm just a woman with nothing important to say. And she seemed like she was quoting him. But if he had said that to her or of her, I missed it. Do you know what that was about? I guess that was just her, what she sort of inferred from his judgment from his judgment. OK, well, then see, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, that's dumb because I mean, unless I missed a line too, which I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's it's not. It really seemed like it. It really seemed like she was quoting him. Um, so let's assume he did indicate in some way that she has nothing of any uh, import to say. Again, that's shitty, and <laughs> that doesn't change about him if they get to know each other and he's more respectful of her. Then, like, no, 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 no. I I don't want to be with a man who's rude to strangers. No. Or any or anybody. No. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So the next thing we know, we're back at the house. The dad drops a pot in the kitchen and screams like he's been bitten by a snake. <laughs> Everyone comes running in, asks him what's wrong, and he tells them to stop with the dramatics. <laughs> That's rich. So, uh, and but then they're like, and then they're like, the kids need to know. Dad and I are getting older. Like, <laughs> we know. <laughs> and then, then they like confess. But we've seen it. this before. The the early scene in here where Dad's back hurts. You know, it's like, okay, I have seen this before. I have seen the parent, grandparent, aunt who runs the Christmas tree farm, <laughs> pumpkin pie farm, whatever. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. <laughs> And then, and then he's like, and then they're like, well, we can't run the carnival forever, you guys, which is funny because I can't really think of something better for retirement age people to do than run the local carnival, but with assistance, but you know, I, um, so then they're like, we need one of you guys to take over. And they're like looking at their daughters. And then the one daughter's like, I can't, I have had, I have kids, which is funny because as I think often better to work at a carnival, but I also think all the time I'm like. That is why you had kids. Every time somebody gets out of things because they had kids, they're like, oh, I got to I got to run. I got I got kids. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you, yeah, you, just- guys got, you guys got me out of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and now that it's Christmas and people are seeing that I'm the one who can't wrap presents. I know. 
because for, for years I said, oh, I had the kids around. Her. Yeah. <laughs> now the truth is out. But, um, but yeah, then, so but then but the- why would she want to take over the carnival? Like, why would she? Why would either one of these – like people who have other stuff, but then Mona, because then Mona's like, I can't, I can't take over the carnival. I have a job in New York, which is like a, yeah, that's a very, very, very reasonable explanation for why yeah, you can't. Exactly. And then they're like, oh come on, Mona. <laughs> they're like, they can't believe she won't. And it's like that's, they're like, come on, it's the Christmas Eve dance, it's the carnival, and it's just like she has a job in Manhattan. Yeah, that is I why where she, she gets can't. her miss, missing signals from. Yeah. <laughs> This family does not recognize what other people are offering of themselves or straight up telling them. And then later, there's another pulling things out of boxes scene. And then. Oh, no. I saw it coming. Oh, the ornament? No. What? The, the, The dance scene. Oh, 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 I'm oh, I'm honest. not there yet. Yeah. Okay. I'm not there yet. I'm at a scene where where somebody I can't remember who says it, but somebody says, I think it's Des, says that she's glowing when she talks about this town, mm-hmm. but she's just not. She's like very blankly talking about that town. She's just like, Oh yeah, like we've done this ever since, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, You glow when you talk about the town. And she's just like, Oh. <laughs> it's like she's not yeah. she's <laughs> like <laughs> actively bored she's aggressively not huh. glowing and then that's um, funny i don't feel glowy oh well yeah but then and then oh and then she's decorating the tree and then oh yeah it is that it does because then and then he asks if it's okay if he takes a picture of the scene and that's when i was talking was taking more notes on the fact that the dynamic of this guy who's talking shit about the social media chick just doesn't work here because she's not at any point in this movie like screeching everything to a halt to like snap pictures with her freaking Instagram machine. Like she is not pausing mm-hmm. things to be like, she's not the character from uh holiday road. Who's like, you oh, know, yeah. Oh wait guys, let's recreate the scene that just Maya. happened Maya. to like Maya. She's not doing that. She's not like, well, she does at one point though. She does a post from her bedroom and yes, I got but in the privacy roll. Yes, but it's the but she's not like doing it. She's not interrupting everybody else. She's not making yes. anybody else's problem. As she's far not- as his objection to her, yes, I agree that that is that is invalid. Um, yes. As far as my objection to her, it is a hundred percent valid. I'm so yes. tired of this. <laughs> but tired. but I'm saying like he, if anybody is, he's the one who's like stuff is going on. Can I get a pick? So I don't know. He he's the one doing that. Um, and then he's back at home with her, and then. Uh, Fletcher comes to pick her up and he's like he should come to the door he shouldn't honk and it's just like this guy oh my god he was on his soapbox about that yeah oh my god and that's when I was writing like if she gets with this asshole reporter I'll be shocked because like at this point we had no reason to think she wouldn't get with the guy she knew and liked because I and so to the movie's credit I didn't know who she was going to end up with right but um and then, she, yeah, like they were setting us up like she was mad Fletcher didn't want kids because like right. then when they're decorating the fire truck, they were setting it up like she's like, I don't want to leave the city. I don't want the like the the small town life. And what usually comes with the small town life is like the f- small town friend, you know, the small town family and kids angle. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I want adventure and I don't want the small town family <laughs> kids mm-hmm. angle. Mm-hmm. So it kind of seemed like they were perfect for each other. But every time he talked about that, she was like, mm. 
<laughs> like she's like, and it's like, why? What? Why is it? Why are they acting like that's like opposing values? Yeah. So her desperation for a man seems to stop right at the front door of somebody who's actually attractive, available, and comes from her hometown. <laughs> so there. What'd you think of that fire truck they decorated? Well, I always liked that, though. You know, of course it was over the top, but I do, I do like, I like a Christmas fire truck. <laughs> do you remember how in uh, our old town they they had an old fire truck and that would drive around the neighborhood every year, and Santa would be driving? No, on it. Wait, in Ocean City? No, Frederick. In they did it in Ocean City. I remember doing it because they did it by Shoal Elementary School. Ah, uh, well, I guess they do it everywhere. Hmm. Par for the course here. Um, um, are we are we to the dance scene? Or are we past the dance scene? Because I hated it so much, I wanted to mention it. I don't think it matters where, where it is. So go ahead. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of the hairbrush or the this whisk or the whatever being the fake microphone and the you know. Well, it's, it's like just, you said in the other movie. It's not, not something anymore. borrowed. And it's not the it's fact not that they've done it twice and, badly. Yeah, this season exactly in two weekends. Yeah, or is this twice in one weekend? I think it's got to be one week. Weekend. Didn't no, we just that was talk Christmas about it? Well, Notting yeah, Hill. See, it's but when we record, it, we but we did just yes. It was Christmas in Notting Hill, so it was a week ago. Yeah, twice in a week. Okay, twice in a week. So Daz wanders in, and they invite him to help raft gifts. <laughs> what a treat! But he <laughs> he gets a text and has to go you can scrub work. the bathtub if you want. <laughs> exactly, and then the sister says, "Well, maybe he's allergic to wrapping gifts." And Mona says, oh "Maybe he has a girlfriend and needs to check on." He needs to check on. And Beth said, maybe he's a professional with a job and doesn't have to wrap the latest game console for your kids. <laughs> Wait, who's Beth? Me. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there I was am. yet another mom in one of these movies called Beth that wasn't you. No, well, this time it was a mom watching. Okay. <laughs> that was just oh dumb. Like, no, he doesn't have to. Oh, he doesn't have to wrap presents with you and you don't have to be a dick about it. And it just said so much about Mona that she said maybe he's got a girlfriend he needs to check on. Because I don't know, in a way, I can't say that's bad writing. It's definitely not the actress's fault. Yeah. Um, but it 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 I mean it was it was very realistic in that it reminded me very accurately of an annoying person that seemed familiar. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Well, so immediately leaping to the conclusion that he's somehow being deceptive. Like if he does have a girlfriend that he has to check on, so what? Yeah. Yeah, it's although just I guess ridiculous. they've already had a little frisson of romance between them, so it would be he would he would be deceptive to have that. But whatever, just to to, to the fly to that conclusion was just like, okay, maybe you're not ready for a relationship except with a therapist. Yeah. 
Well, I also thought that the sister was a little bit obsessed with Des because she like, because at one point, not only was she gazing out the window at Des at one point. Oh, I didn't notice that. Like, I, well, yeah, my note was just the sister is gazing out the window at him. I think she's in love with him. But in another scene, um, Mona is sitting on the bed and her sister comes in and asks about, asks about Des. And then she says, I don't know. Every time I think that Des and I are getting along, he says something really judgy, which is a good enough reason to never consider a relationship with him because that is just a huge red flag. Santa's got a brand new red flag. And then she says, how was your night with Fletcher? And she goes, it was fine. Boom. Yeah. A bad time. Not You already don't like him enough to be with him. Just don't. And then the sister's like, I like Des, which is like, you just don't say that. Like just notes for friends. Like you just don't say that. Like if somebody is telling you that they don't like somebody, that that is a good enough reason for them to not be with them. Like even if you really like them and you think that they'd be good together, that is, you can't, you can't tell them to be with them. Yeah, no, no. I realize he spit out your food at the table and said you're a terrible (laughs) cook, but you know, but he's, he's so just cute honest. Otherwise, I think you might be alone forever. I'm yeah. worried about you. Oh, it's just ridiculous. And yeah. I hate when characters try to talk characters into loving people they don't love. Yes. And like that they don't like and that they shouldn't be with. Like, and these two men are just so wrong for her. And then Des is just so involved. And I think he, I like, I know he apologized for the whole thinking a brand ambassador is not a real job and totally disrespecting her. Yeah. But. I that is not okay and she doesn't like him enough and I at this point I just they're they're painting this character like she's desperate and like she can't have anybody she's fucking gorgeous she's got a cool job she's making her life work she doesn't need either of these guys like it's just ridiculous and she doesn't need the small town Christmas carnival because imagine <laughs> what they could I mean really they could Unless have done it. something better with this yeah Absolutely. Maybe she, this is a great place for the, you know, the chef, right? The chef character they love to have. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's gotten away from being about the ki- ki- cooking. Maybe it's gotten away from being about the cooking because she works in a high pressure, you know, Michelin starred restaurant. And that would make sense to come back to the hometown. You know, do that with this instead of like having this woman who's ready to travel and maybe do some super cool things, you know, just sort of give it all up to come back to the place that she left. So that's, that is really faulty as far as uh, me having any suspense about the success of wrapping this plot up or about her, you know, getting what I know is best for her. You know, like, I don't think that I know she's going to end up staying here and I know it's not best for her kind of well, feeling I had. So I had no sense of what she wanted the entire time. No. Because just- she was a she was a strong character in that she already had a lot, which mm-hmm. is great. She had luminous skin. She was just oh my God. absolutely fucking gorgeous. She had an incredible wardrobe. Oh, that <laughs> and, scene in the kitchen where she was wearing the white dress, oh she looked stunning. Oh my God. Absolutely amazing. And she's just- way too good for this. Oh my god! Yeah, she was way too good for anybody. Like, for she was way too good for how her sister was treating her. She was way too good for all of these fucking men. Yeah, and she was way too good for this carnival, which, uh, to my knowledge, never happened because it just like was just a, an opening boxes set up carnival, yeah. and like it just she was way too good for any of that bullshit. 
And I just feel like she didn't really want anything. And then she just kind of decided she wanted to have kids and have a family and stuff, which I think would have been a worthy thing to realize and learn by the end. But in the beginning, you needed to set up then that maybe like she needed to say, I have everything. I have everything I've ever wanted. But for some reason, I'm not happy and I don't know why. Yeah. And then for her to be like, I don't really want to go home. I And I don't know why either. And yeah. then for her to go home and be like, I think I've just been scared. Uh, well, I guess we're kind of doing what, what would you do to fix it? Even though we haven't really gotten to the end of the movie. But yeah. it's like, what would you, you know? It's like, but to have her be like, yeah, I, I coming home made me realize I've been kind of afraid of going home because I think that there's a next step in my life and I'm kind of becoming ready for uh, I'm becoming ready for something, which yeah. is I'm becoming ready for of a family and kids and maybe meeting the right person. And maybe yeah. the reason I've been meeting such assholes is because I'm trying to fit them into a life that I'm ready to grow out of. Right. Perfect. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, and I think that, that in this case, it's appropriate to bring this up here because somehow this movie did what I would have thought was impossible, which was to make a character completely convincing by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Because they made her convincing in a way that makes this plot absolutely wrong for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think really, that has something really to do with weird. the strength of the actress because she she was very yeah. cool. She had a very she's the most relaxed girl in the world. She felt like uh-huh. she felt like a an, a person maybe who just has a strength to her and like a a certainty. Yeah, that she was bringing to the character that I just felt like she was just too good for. Like and she not the, not too- not certainly not that she thought she was too good for anything. No, she the actress just, was just too good for this movie. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so did we get to the tree though in town? Because that that uh, this is relevant um, for our besties nominations. If nothing, the else. fucking ornament. Yeah, the fucking ornament. The, <laughs> the pink and white ribbon ornament with B and F on it, or F and B. Yeah, F and M. Wait a minute. Fletcher F and, and M. Mona. That's what it was. F and M. Fletcher and Mona, yes. It wasn't I was not there. I was not okay. Yes, Fletcher. I'm thinking Mona. that because Billy Thompson made one and he's a big time producer in Hollywood now. Yes, exactly. Too bad yes, you need to move thing. back home. <clears throat> they bring that thing out of there. She's like, he's like, remember that ornament we made? And she's like, wait a minute. I, I remember seeing it in here. It's paper. It's and she right just pulls here. it out yeah. of the top of the I think I remember it. seeing it. <laughs> Is this it? Yeah. And then they put it on the tree, and that definitely belongs in the besties category because it's just. Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. It's just. I mean, I don't think that. I don't think it can beat out the. I broke me ornament, ornament, or Nothing's like. Gonna be, the, no, that's gonna. That's that's my winner, but maybe. But also the one that just like the the one full of tinsel that's given on the top of the ski mountain in Holiday Road that they don't <laughs> oh, even they bad. don't even talk about because it's so ugly. <laughs> I, I brought you this. I like, don't even want to talk I about it. I know. I'm just kidding. I just needed an excuse, you know, yeah. and they oh throw it into the snowdrift. Um, but yeah, so so Fletcher comes in the fire truck and gives out bags that seem to be sponsored to children. <laughs> and Mona says, thank you for doing this. The kids are so excited. And they pan to two kids who were probably filmed during college break. Yeah. And they're disinterestedly <laughs> stuffing yellow frogs back into the bags. <laughs> Oh, come on. You know, those kids are so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thanks for doing this. I guess, you know, like, I guess it's better than nothing. Might might have been a better line for that. <laughs> Yellow frogs. 
Why yellow? How festive? Why frogs? <laughs> why why children who are like twenty? Somebody, I, you know, somebody just, just brought it back from that Senor Frogs Tijuana <laughs> bar. What? That it's like that that like it's like a I feel like when it's like when people go to um, spring break in Mexico. Oh yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, of course, your favorite. An article gets posted without Des's permission, and she finds it on her iPad, and it's a and it's like. The article is crazy because it's an entire ass article, why we hate Christmas, and it's a picture of her family, and then it's just like a five page in depth article about why we hate Christmas, and it's just all about her family, and and then it's just like, and, and that was the assignment. He reveals that that was what he was assigned to do. Somebody yeah. said to him, "Hey, this this family has a struggling <laughs> Christmas carnival, whether or not they knew it was about to end." I mean, yeah. like, who didn't see that coming a mile away? But yeah, okay. So, so who said, you know what? Small town, small family, struggling to get by. Why don't you go fuck it up for them? Let's make yeah. them a national laughing stock. <laughs> because everybody knows culture and living magazine is like better circulation than time. I, oh. it, it was, it was, it was, and he. <sighs> I mean, I'm so tired of saying this. Just get out tape number 42. Yeah. This, like this is, he wrote this entire mean article and yeah, then had exactly. no intention of publishing. I wasn't going to do that. Like, was, and then he writes the real 17,000 words. <laughs> yeah. I just dashed that off because I didn't know you yet or yeah. something. Like he had to get to the end of the plot we've just endured to write that. And then he had to write an entire other thing that we're going to see. Like, it's insane. And then it's just insane. And then uh, she finds out and she's pissed, obviously. And then uh, he is banished. And then the sister's husband shows up. And I was really confused about this. I don't think I mentioned it earlier, but the fire stopper, Fletcher, when we see him on the website, his mm-hmm. website, I, I stopped reading his, um, all right, I read his uh, his biography. I paused it and read it, his bio. Uh-huh. I was hoping it would be funnier, but um, the only thing that was really funny on there was that his passions, his passions go beyond the flame. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> But also, he's not just a fire stopper. No, (laughs) he loves Shirley Temples. (laughs) Oh, that would be so good right now. I should do a, I should do a a Shirley Temple. Yeah, I should do a dirty Shirley recipe. Um, You should. I should write for that right now. Actually, I think I'm gonna go get some ginger ale as soon as we're done. You know, it's technically pomegranate syrup. Um, But then, uh, so. Uh, but that in the picture he's wearing, and I don't know, I'm saying this fully admitting maybe I'm a moron, just like how a lot of people don't know that it's pomegranate syrup in a Shirley Temple, technically, even though a lot of people just use the it's cherry grenadine, juice. right? Well, right. But a lot of people think that grenadine is cherry, but it's actually pomegranate, which is a fun. Yeah, thing. I have that syrup. For, I have the chair of maraschino cherry syrup from Trader Vicks, and that's what I'm going to use. I don't care yeah, it doesn't what matter. you think it's supposed right. to be. But similarly to that. In that picture, he's wearing a uniform with like that's not a firefighter uniform. It's like a. It looks like a. It looks like a like a like a military uniform. Mm. He's wearing like a white soldier uniform with like the little like the flat hat and 
So it's got, but then it's really confusing because then when the sister's husband shows up, he's in an outfit that looks identical to what he was wearing in the uh, fire biography, which makes the, the outfit he was wearing in the fire biopic really confusing because yeah. it's like, why is the fire biopic a, like a, a military looking uniform? Why wasn't he wearing like a fire uniform or just like a, not a, not a, not a fire uniform. Just a t-shirt. Like just a t-shirt. Are, yeah. Like, like we are like not a, in full, like a, full on. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense, but his oh, passions go beyond the flame. Free. <laughs> <laughs> so confusing. But so anyway, so then later, um, uh, Des is writing in midair, holding a greeting card with a pen, just holding by the center of a greeting card, writing in midair, which is just, it blows the mind. It blows the mind. Anybody who's ever written anything, any any toddler, any person who can write with their hands knows that you can't write. You don't have enough leverage to write in midair into a greeting card and it's like got a voiceover and he's writing to her and it's like dear mona i'm so sorry about the 17 page thing i wrote about hating your family i'm so sorry about all that i didn't mean a word of it but i did publish it and i did send it off to other people to read and give them the power to edit it i like but he's writing in midair the actor knew unless it's camp unless it's like a joke why would yeah. you do that yeah that's even Tommy Wiseau wouldn't do that. Some, oh, even Neil Tommy Breen, Neil wouldn't, Breen do wouldn't do that. Do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't even notice that scene. Oh, my but God. I really had stopped. Like I had backed up. I couldn't tell what she was looking at in the picture, and I still don't. I still don't know because I don't think her question was your question. I don't think her question was. Why is Fletcher wearing my brother-in-law's uniform? You know, like, so it yeah. was, I, I, I didn't, I missed the significance that was apparently being indicated there. Yeah. But so then she goes in a fabulous red peacoat to Brooklyn. She like hikes to Brooklyn mm-hmm. and then they love to tie the peacoat strings behind the back in these movies. I don't know if you've noticed that, but they never tie the whole peacoat. They just tie it in the back because it's July. Mm-hmm. And then she's looking down at his business card to get there because I guess technology can only go so far. And also because I guess his home address is on his business card. And then my favorite exchange in the movie happens. Okay. She forgives him because the good article comes out. Yep. I guess both like they re- redacted like they just like they released both like. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, but, like earlier things on the Internet don't stay on the Internet. Yeah, but also, like, I posted earlier, I posted the um, a not-so-royal Christmas Instagram post, and then I realized I had the tagline from Norwegian Holiday on the second slide, so I had to take it down to sacrifice four likes and a cute <laughs> exchange that I had with somebody, and uh-huh. I had to sacrifice that, and I had to repost. But the thing is, is that, like, Arts and Vulture magazine or whatever this is called, it's like, they're not going to, like, take down why we hate Christmas and then repost it, why we love Christmas. They're not going to do that they're not gonna do that just because he's like sorry it actually hurt their feelings and i love her there th- none of that makes any sense but so she has forgiven him and she marches on over to his house yep. and then th- now that she's forgiven him she he says mona sinclair will you go to the dance with me and she goes what did you say and he says i said and she goes you don't have to repeat it i heard you <laughs> 
Oh my God. But also this, they could have just ended it on the sidewalk. They didn't need to actually show us the dance. Then they do show us the dance. And then there are like five more scenes. Yeah. And then they're they're, there. Just the movie wouldn't end. And then they give her a barrette that says kiss as if they forgot the movie has to have a kiss in it because they tried to have her and Fletcher kiss so many times. But I guess since she wasn't going to end up with him, that's why they didn't let them kiss. But Uh, oh my God. And then it's over. Thank God. Drops of God. Richie's at an ice cream social. What? Richie's at an ice cream social at work. I heard you. Don't repeat yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, did you like this movie? (laughs) I didn't, but I hoped I would. I did, too. I had had hopes that I would. Dreams of popcorn. Dreams of popcorn and deep fried food. Yeah, it wasn't just that I wanted to, you know, I wanted it to be a good movie because obviously, (laughs) obviously, but I just, I yeah, I was ready for. Oh, this will be a little different, you know. So, I think we we pretty much already talked about how we would fix it. Um, but I would just go on to reiterate: they really could have leaned into the the atmosphere of a carnival. I would have liked it if it was in a discordantly, um, you know, mod- moderate climate. You know what I mean? Like something to break she up. leaves the snow and they're always leaving LA to go to Snowtown. Yeah. Why not leave Snowtown to go to New Orleans yeah. or something? Yeah. I mean, j- only because of the carnival choice, because I think that carnivals well, exactly. are so weird and haunted. Exactly. It's like if you're going to be setting it in a carnival, carnivals are kind of something you think of as being, I don't know. I think of them as being kind of warm weather things. So Putting yeah. it either in a very weird snowy place or putting it in a very warm, putting it in a different atmosphere would have been cool. But instead, it was yeah. just balmy. <laughs> so it was just kind yeah. of a nothing. In, in, it didn't but have it wasn't, atmosphere. It wasn't balmy, though. That's the, the sister was a – I actually noticed and appreciated that when she first came out, in the when we first met her, she you know was, was uh, rubbing her arms. She was wearing a sweater and rubbing her arms like she was cold out there. Nobody else did in the scene. So nobody like, else okay, in the entire – the assignment. She's pretending it's cold. So they were yeah. saying it was – they were in a cold area. And I just don't know. And maybe somebody out there does know. But, mm-hmm. you know, like – I, I feel like there might even be mechanical reasons that carnival rides would not um, work in mm. inclement weather and cold weather. I know that the steel would be very, very cold, and I know that it would feel miserable to be oh my God. flying high on a Ferris wheel in, you know, 26 degrees. So oh I don't gosh. know, like, I just that, that, that majorly didn't work. But I do, I mean, it, it really could have. Yeah. But but it but it but not just atmospherically. They needed if the if the idea was for her to come back and run it, mm-hmm. she, she needed to be dissatisfied with her lot in life to begin with. And she wasn't. She loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. She was happy until she met these. I don't know. Yeah. Until she settled for Des. I guess is what. Yeah. What we take away from that because she. She read as too desperate. That would have been interesting too if she was like felt the biological time bomb about to blow mm-hmm. and was trying really hard to make situations that didn't fit seem okay for herself. Mm-hmm. And then maybe at the very end, she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I just have to accept that this is my life. And then she meets the guy. Like, it, there, I don't think a fix would have been too hard here, but we could have yeah. just taken out so many cliches. And I really am picturing this as index cards with. 
tropes on them. Mm-hmm. And and that there were just too many here. There was the dance, you know, and the singing into something that's not a microphone. There was <laughs> yeah. the article that for, for you know the, the yeah the article that shouldn't have been published. The misunderstanding because of the article that shouldn't have been published. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 parent going, oh my back, you know, telling us that this is gonna be yeah. the end of it. You know, that's just. <sighs> So there. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. Um, I I think that for for to for the first time in a long time, I didn't think that the main character was the problem. I feel like I've I've had a lot of movies lately where I didn't like the the heroine. Um, <clears throat> as I stated, I think she's great. Uh-huh. I think that both of these guys were just I mean, and I feel like I'm I have a lot of girlfriends who are dating right now. And two of them uh, have been on the <laughs> podcast lately. Um, unfortunately we got a lot of those secrets off the mic, but <laughs> yeah. book shout out for anybody who is dating right now and wants a good read. How to date men when you hate men by Blythe Robertson. <laughs> so, oh my God. That's a great title. Oh, I know. Um, but yeah, I think that the problem is I'm out here hearing a lot of stories and, you know, giving advice solicited and unsolicited. And the thing is, is that no, any of either of these guys, anything that they did in this movie, I would have been like, run for the hills. This guy's a dick. Yeah. And like, well, Fletcher, not as much, but Des is an asshole. Like yeah. he he cut you down and didn't want you to be your biggest self and didn't want to just celebrate you. OK, he's yeah. a jerk. Yeah. And Fletcher just sounds like he wants different things than you. So or the same things. But or, you're pretending. Yeah, or you don't aren't ready for him. Like right. either way, you guys just don't want the same. You know, you guys just yeah. aren't in the same place. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I think that this didn't actually, for how much I disliked this movie, I don't think it needed a ton of rewriting. I think it's kind of what we said earlier. We kind of like already talked about what it needed. I think that the just some lines really just needed to be rewritten. Yeah. I think that the sister needed to not be encouraging her to go with a man, period. Yeah. I think the sister needed to be encouraging her to be herself and do what made her feel the best. Right. And I think that, atmosphere needed to be improved because it wasn't a really a very inviting atmosphere and yeah just everything we said earlier but yeah. no it didn't really take me away it didn't feel as you pointed out it didn't feel super christmasy for some reason i no. don't know why there's something about it that didn't feel very cheerful yeah i think that's i think that's happy. why i think that's why because they certainly you know did the over the top decor you know in the house and stuff oddly we didn't we also didn't see the guest house which i don't know whether that's really a complaint or not i mean we usually do and it's usually also decorated over the top but i wanted to get an idea of what the where he was staying yeah i mean and and what this property was like you know Mm -hmm. that it has a guest house and stuff so i don't know yeah it was it was really i think there were just just wasn't good. I I don't know. It just felt like a placeholder, and, and I think it could have been. I think that 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 I'm just gonna keep saying this. Unfortunately, there's this is happening too much. That they're just there. It's there. There could be adjustments now. Something like the Christmas mural. I <sighs> I, I think that was just a bad idea, <laughs> and I can't believe they did it. <laughs> so that didn't need to be fixed. It needed to be scrapped. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, and, and you know what? In place of that, I would have welcomed yet another retelling of A Christmas Carol. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, honestly. Like, at least don't that could have had some real... Well, yeah, that could... You can always get creative with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that... Um, yeah. I guess I don't have anything else to say about this. I've already said more than I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe how many notes I had on it because it, I didn't feel very much about it. Yeah, I, I had a lot I of just, notes, too, um, because I was trying really hard to make sense of it. You know, I, I, you know, I just glazed through them as we were talking, thinking, that's not important. That's not worth bringing up. Mm-hmm. Well, it had so many lines, too, like like her saying, like, oh, we didn't even talk about the wishing tree. Because <laughs> it... No, we didn't. And I, I, yeah, that was in my notes. But then I was like, I don't, I don't really understand Because it didn't really this. have anything to do with it. it like, because, you know, you could have thought that this would have been named the wishing tree because the way they advertised... This movie was like that it was about the wishing tree, but then it wasn't about the wishing tree. They brought up the fact, like, again, I bring it up all the time. Seems like they brought, they, it seems like they brainstormed this movie about being about a wishing tree and then mm. forgot about it. But um, they, it's completely lost. They might have. But, but yeah. then why put the carnival in? I mean, that doesn't, yeah. And, or and vice the, versa. And the, or they came up with tree would be great. I love it when they do a supernatural element like that. Yeah, but then they they got away from it because like they were talking about like her like her wishes and stuff like that. But one of them was that she wanted to be a supermodel. She's like, you can't laugh. She's talking to Des. She's like, you can't laugh. And then she's like, I wanted to be a supermodel. And then he laughs his fucking ass off. He right. laughs so hard. <laughs> this girl is gorgeous. Yeah, and she gets up and does the catwalk. So and he's continuing to laugh, which she does great. Tyra Banks is is invoked even though yeah he's like he's like oh you want to be the next tyra banks huh and it's just like yeah she could be she like she's so fucking pretty like it's just it's just mean Every like there's a, like and i know like like she takes the joke well and she like she's she's not hurt feelings i would have been i would have been hurt maybe i'm an asshole and i'm sensitive but like right. i don't know i just thought i just thought everyone was kind of shitty to her <laughs> I don't know. yeah i don't know but yeah she wasn't taken seriously it was like the baby sister just oh, okay whatever but you need to come back and and to, you know, do your responsibility because your sister has kids. Your sister has an important job. Yeah. yeah and actually, just you know, trying the, to sister stuff her was a, the sister was in a good position to actually to talk about being content with your life. Instead of trying to get her to get a man, the sister is living her own life, apparently thousands of miles away from her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would have been a great opportunity to say, you know, sometimes love doesn't necessarily lend itself to togetherness. Yeah. You've got to be okay by yourself. Mm-hmm. I learn it every day. Sometimes I struggle with it. That's Yeah. I mean, she could have been saying that, but I do too. Yes, with Adam exactly. 6,000 miles away, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's you you've got to if you're not you can't look for a man to make everything okay for you. That's and a that would have been a point. Yeah, would have been a great um that would have been a great warm and fuzzy kind of feeling too. But yeah. And no. could and it would have been nice for her to be like, look, I want you to be here. It would be really, especially cause I am sort of lonely without my husband. Sometimes it would be really great to have my sister here, yeah. but I'm not going to try and convince you to have a smaller yeah. life if that's not what you want. Exactly. But like, but the thing is, is that, yeah, you have to be content with what your life is. If your life, you know, whatever it looks like, you know, and being content doesn't mean making your life smaller. If that's not what you want, it's about, being content with whatever life you choose and making sure that it's the life you want. And then, you know, and, 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 but also being open to changing it. If that's not what you, if you know, if you are unable to be content with it, yes. You know, if you don't, if you choose a big life and, and, and it doesn't serve you anymore, it's okay to change it and vice versa. 
You know? You know what would have been fun for that scene? What if they had been sitting on the sofa having their fucking hot chocolate as they always are, but pouring (laughs) Baileys into it? And then by the end of the conversation, they're like, fuck the hot chocolate, and they're just pouring the Baileys into their mouths or something. That would have been realistic. Let's see some, you know, realism. That would be cute. Speaking of pouring Baileys directly into your mouth, that brings us to our Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I'll post the um, Irish cream recipe. Yeah. I don't know. Just in case you don't follow us on Instagram, which is where we do some of our posting. I don't think I always say it on here, what we post on there. But one of our upcoming Patreons is we are covering Hannah Waddingham's Christmas special, which is on Apple Plus. And Beth and you may know her as mommy, but don't ever call her that because uh, she'll kill you. I'm only allowed (laughs) to do that. And Jack. Um, And uh, Hannah Waddingham has a Christmas special. She was Rebecca on Ted Lasso. There have been a lot of Ted Lasso adjacent uh, movies this season. All here. roads lead to Ted to Gingerbread <laughs> Lasso. Lasso. To Gingerbread Lasso, and uh, and w- so Richie and Beth and I are going to be doing that episode, and w- that's going to be a Patreon episode. And oh. right before that, we're actually actually also going to go see Roy Kent himself, Brett Goldstein, at a comedy show at the Largo. So with, with May Martin, um, they're heading up the, the 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 schedule. I don't know who else is on Brett Goldstein, Nick Kroll, and uh, May Martin. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. other people too. And I don't know. Who I else. think I think we could be surprised. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So we'll have a little bit more Ted Lasso gossip after that. Hope when we do the Hopefully, Patreon yeah. episode. So if you're not one of our patrons, then it's not too late to join. Um, and, but if you are one of our patrons, then thank you. And uh, uh, yeah, so that's some fun stuff coming up. And we have some other episodes that are going to be uh, released soon. So, all right. All right. Happy holidays. And my birthday's coming up. <laughs> so it's not too late to buy me something. Oh, uh, just a reminder. Cool. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, thanks for listening. Bye. Say hi to everybody. Bye. <laughs>